you for coming to .NET Rocks Live. Thank you. And uh, uh, this is Mark Dunn and my partner in crime. How many people listen to the show? Raise your hands. All right. Yeah, all right. The rest of you are going to be .NET Rocks fans before the hour is out, I promise you. There's also a literature table from some of our sponsors that I really want you to uh, visit. Desaware uh, has some stuff over there. Everybody uh, know who Desaware is? Dan Appleman, very smart guy. One of the, uh, the founders of our industry, if you will. Uh, and also Code Magazine has some magazines over there that you can pick up for free. We encourage you to visit their tables. So here's the story. Mark and I wanted to do a quiz show where we could give away lots of great prizes just for coming to the PDC and for coming out to have some fun. We originally wanted to have some beer. Yes. Things are always better with beer. But guess what? Turns out it would have cost eight freaking grand to serve everybody a beer here. Can you believe that? Yes. We couldn't BYOB. So uh, in lieu of beer... We have a couple of Xboxes, three of them, okay? We have a uh, Xbox controller with tactile feedback and, and a steering wheel, a couple of those. We have some Logitech wireless cordless uh, Xbox controllers. Desware has donated to Enter the Matrix Xbox games. Thank you, Desware. Code Magazine has donated an Xbox. Thank you. And a Logitech wireless controller. And Dev Connections, the other conference. Anybody been to Dev Connections? ASP.NET Connections, Visual Studio Connections. A lot of the panelists have spoken there. You should check it out, devconnections.com. They have also donated an Xbox. And Franklin's Net has donated the other one. Okay, so it's a quiz show, right, Mark? I think so. Yes. And we have an esteemed panel down here, do we not? Oh, very esteemed. Why don't we introduce these people? Yeah. Who's there? From my right to left. Uh, the first one is Scott Hanselman. And Scott, why don't you uh, stand up and take a bow? He's taking a picture of himself right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there he is, Scott Hanselman. Everybody on this panel is either a regional director or a friend of a regional director. And, <laughs> and if you don't know who the regional directors are, go to microsoftregionaldirectors.com. The regional directors, you should get to know your RD in your local region because they have information before even people at Microsoft have information about, <laughs> about some things. These guys are hooked in. They are hooked in. All right, next we have Pat Hines. Pat, regional director from Boston. Yeah. Security, .NET security expert and uh, probably one of the best speakers I've ever seen. Uh, he was on our first show. Scott has also uh, been a member of the show, been a guest. Next, we have Russ Festino. Russ. Yeah. Anybody from New England knows Russ from his Russ's Tool Shed show, widely successful in the New England district. He is a programmer turned evangelist. And now, what is your title now, Russ? Developer Community Champion. Developer Community Ooh. Champion. So he's been like a model, a model uh, champion for evangelism. Down in Tampa, Florida. Yes, sir. Next, we have the one and only Tim Huckabee. Yeah. Many of you know Tim from uh, speaking at the PDC and other places. Uh, Tim, say a few words. Hello. Hey. Welcome to uh, Southern California. Sorry about the uh, fires. <laughs> Go Chargers. <laughs> Bar night versus Miami. Canceled. 
Okay, next we have Kate Gregory from Canada. A brilliant author and developer in her own right. And say hello. Say a few words. Uh, hello, everybody. Thanks for showing a foreign agent a good time. Next we have the infamous uh, Sunny Day. He's from Maine. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I just want to show you just how balanced Maine is. That's impressive. And uh, if you don't know who Sunny Day is, <laughs> now you do. Sunny, Sunny Day is a, uh, he's a friend of ours from Maine. Right now. Technical specialist. A technical specialist. His grandfather taught him the program. First That's time right. I ever ate one of these. His grampy day taught him all about computer science, and you can see his right. movies at Franklin's Net. That's right. Next, we have Michelle LaRue, who we're glad made it through the fires. Yes. She just and I drove can't up talk here. That. Michelle LaRue Bustamante is. I uncovered my car from all of the soot and drove up here for five hours. Wow. So. Um, Michelle is a, uh, a technology specialist. And she does uh, consulting at more of the business level, um, has done a lot of great projects in Java and .NET enterprise-wide uh, projects, and uh, very brilliant. Next, we have the blogger himself, Robert Scoble, from the Scobleizer. How many folks uh, read Robert's blog? Check it out, Robert. More yeah. than five. Yeah. More than five. <laughs> more than 18, even. <laughs> All in one room. Okay, so let's get started. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to pick one of you. So if you want to play the quiz, you have to raise your hand. And uh, Dennis, Dennis Perlot from Franklin's Net, he's going to come around. He's going to choose the most sincere person. Or the person waving a dollar bill. That's right. That's right. And he's going to pick you. And you get to come up to the microphone. And you are going to play. Now, you don't really have to do much in order to play. Because what we're going to do, Mark and I are going to pick a regional director at random. We're going to ask them a technical question, and they're going to give you an answer. And you have to agree or disagree. Now, if you get two out of three right, you win the prize. Now, the prize is we have bundles of prizes. We have eight bundles. So we're going to pick eight people. And we're going to start with... Small bundle that includes a small uh, notebook mouse, right? This one right here. And a, uh, some a other stuff, a game, a t-shirt. And we're, gonna, we're going to build up to the big kahuna, which is an Xbox, wireless controller, um, two games, some other stuff. Okay? Sound good? Sound easy? Well, let's get started. Raise your hand if you want to play the quiz. Go ahead, just don't be shy, raise your hand. Dennis is going to come around, he's going to look for the most sincere person he can find. Try to look serious. Step up to the microphone. Smart man. You get a t-shirt, of course, just yep. for trying. Okay, hands down, well, hands down, we have one. Sir, your name? Kevin. Hey, Kevin, how are you? So, uh, your regional director is Kate Gregory. And Kate, I'm going to ask you this question. Which is faster, com, interop, or p invoke? Kate? Oh, well, that, that's an easy answer. Com, interop is, uh, is faster on snow, but p invoke is faster on dry roads. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> You guys are familiar with snow, right? No. Uh, Remember, she's from Canada. So, 
Okay, so what's the real answer? The real answer is P invoke. P invoke. True or false? You agree? True. Hey, that's right. Okay. Michelle LaRue, Bustamante. Is there a way to ensure web services messages have reached a destination? Multiple choice. A, no. B, yes with WS secure conversation. And C, yes with WS reliable messaging. Okay. Are you talking about California or the rest of the world? Because if you're talking about California, there's actually a new standard, WS Ask Arnold. And that one actually automatically sends a WS Reliable Messaging acknowledgement that says, I'll be back. Okay, the real answer is uh, yes, sort of, with uh, WS Reliable Messaging acknowledgement, if it arrived. I agree. Yeah, that's right! <laughs> All right, Mark, why don't you uh, ask the question? All right, next question for Scott Anselman. In a class definition, how can you make private or private members accessible? How can you make private members accessible? Mm -hmm. Yes, private members accessible. Uh, I usually find that that witty conversation and a little red wine will usually <laughs> make, uh, make the members accessible. That gets the accessibility. Uh, well, the, the, the quick answer is how, to how do you make private members accessible is you don't. And the, the evil answer is you use reflection. But the, the, that's in parentheses. You, you don't. Okay. That's why, that's why they're private. That's why they're private. That's why we yeah, have zippers. Yeah, he's right about the reflection, too. Uh, what, a, what a surprise. Right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for playing, Kevin. All right, this next bundle, let's, uh, let's find out what we have in this next bundle, guys. We have a enter the web matrix. No, enter the matrix, not the web matrix. Betting <laughs> 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 my mixophores. Um, we have a Lynx Wires Xbox controller. We have a Microsoft Redmond Washington sweatshirt. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Security. So this is the next prize. So uh, if you want to play for this prize, raise your hand. Dennis will uh, go a little bit farther this way, this way, the other way, and pick the most sincere hand he can possibly find, or as Mark says, the one waving the most cash. Don't be shy, Dennis. Just somebody had a piece of joke. All right, we have a contestant. Come on up to the microphone there. All right, your name, sir? Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos. So, uh, Mark, why don't you ask? Yeah, let's, let's pick another question. The next question goes to Patrick Hines. Pat, this is an easy question. Okay. Everyone's going to know the answer to this. How many megabytes exactly is the 1.1 version of the .NET Framework redistributable package down? This is actually what we'll give you within... Yeah, we'll say within one megabyte. Can you tell us? Everyone knows the answer to this. So I will guess that it's 25 megabytes. Agree or disagree? 25 megabytes. Yes, I disagree. Very good. All right. That's Very right. good. The answer is 23.6 megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that was very good, very good. All right, Juan, here we go. The next question is for Michelle Rubastamante again. Web services are, multiple choice, A, 
the computerized version of communicating via two cans and a long string. <laughs> B, uh, wait, no, wait, you got to hear more. <laughs> Click it better, we probably. <laughs> B, an open standards-based distributed computing model. C, the framework for an open standards-based distributed computing model. Michelle. I want to say E. Isn't there an E? Like They're more like teenage sex. Everyone's talking about doing it, and the ones that are doing it poorly. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but if I have you know she... <laughs> At least nobody booed. Okay. Um, I want to say C, the framework distributed computing, because... Of course, distributed computing would include everything like security and object implication. And uh, do you agree? Yes, I agree. Hey, he wins the prize! All right, win the prize. Thank you very much, Juan. Two for two. The next prize is the MC2 Microcon Racing Wheel and Pedals. Okay, and Brute Force Xbox game from Microsoft. And your name, sir? Hey. Aaron. Aaron, you are playing for the Xbox controller and the game. This one is for Robert Scoble. Robert, what was the code name for the very first version of Visual Basic? Mm. Hyper Card Killer? <laughs> what did you say? Hyper Card Killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Uh, well, that actually uh, depends which code name and when. Uh, Alan Cooper. No, no, no. After, I mean, after that, okay. The real product. Thunder. 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 You agree or disagree? He looks pretty confident. I'll agree. Okay, you got it. All right, our next question goes to Tim Huckabee. Tim. Is he questioning your Tim? What namespace would you use to read and write data to and from Sun's iPlanet product? <laughs> what son? <laughs> well, that would be system dot directory services. Mm, what do you, you think? You agree? <laughs> <laughs> That's a trick. <laughs> sure. All right. All right. You got it. You got it. Gentlemen. All right, the next one we're going to back up a bit. We have a wireless microphone. A wireless microphone. Listen, I can't even speak today. I have a, we have a wireless controller for the Xbox, the Microsoft T-shirt, and another Enter the Matrix from Desaware. So put your hand up if you want to play for that. Hey, you're going to have to scream a little bit louder than that if you want to get Dennis' attention. <laughs> All right, come on up. Another victim. I mean, yeah, Victor, ah, contestant. Okay, your name, sir. Ryan Rochek. Ryan, how you doing? Good. Where are you from? From uh, Burlington, Connecticut. From where? Burlington, Connecticut. All right, he's from Connecticut. All right. Connecticut. <laughs> hey. Uh, all right. So this one is for uh, is it yours or mine? Oh, I just did one. I okay. So I can't remember. I have a short term memory problem here. Uh, this one is for Russ Vestino. Russ. What's the easiest way in ADO.net to determine if a particular SQL query returns any rows? Well, I think you want to make sure the server is plugged in. <laughs> He's right. That would help. 
We're getting some a little bit more uh, technical than that. <laughs> I think it's the uh, data reader has rows property. I think that's a new one that just came out with the 1.1 framework. I'll go with that. I disagree. I'm going to disagree. I'm sorry, that was right. Oh. Hey. Okay. All right, but that's okay. Shedhead, come on. Okay. <laughs> you got to get the, the next two right. So go ahead. Uh. All right, another one for Russ. How do you assure XML output of a multiple related table data set will be higher? Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, they got to hire an IBM consultant for that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's the uh, data relations nested property. you got to set that to true. Okay. What do you think? I agree. Hey, that's right. So uh, uh, this next one is also for us. Oh, my God. What are the chances of that? I know. We, we need a better random number generator. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the three ways to query an OLAP cube from .NET? Uh, type, cut, paste, and speech recognition. <laughs> <laughs> I use uh, ADOMD, uh, XML for analysis, and uh, you got the beta for uh, ADOMD.net. That would work too. What do you think? Sure. Hey! That's right. That's right. He works for Microsoft. Okay, very good. Okay, Dennis is going to go find another uh, player. Next. This is the mother version of the wheel controller here. This one has uh, pedals as well and a shifter. And the game is NFL Fever 2004. All right? Tim wants to play. So, uh, oh, we have a contestant already, sir. What's your name? I'm uh, John from Chicago. John from Chicago, welcome. So uh, your the question for you goes to Scott Hanselman. Um, when should you throw out an exception, Scott? When did you throw throw it out? When should you throw an exception? They're usually good for at least seven days past the expiration. <laughs> uh, when should you th when you should throw it out? Uh, whenever anything goes wrong. That's my answer. That's you my agree? Final answer. Disagree. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Well, that's right. Yes. You don't always want to throw an exception. Okay. Uh, next question, Mark. All right. Next question for Tim Huckabee. Microsoft's five application development offerings for, for smart clients are Windows Forms, Compact Framework, Office XP, Consuming Web Services, InfoPath, and Tim. What is the fifth technology? For smart clients? For does smart it, clients. Does it have to be shipping? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yes. So, so smart clients are anything above, that is not above North America or above America that uses the green peso or the northern peso as their currency. The fifth one is not shipping, and it is... I believe it's called in its beta form VisualStudio.net Tools for Office 2003. Ooh. That was confidence. Is that your final answer? That, that is I'm always going to say that. I'll agree. All right. Hey, that's right. Exactly. 
That's right. Okay. All right. Now we're getting up into the hardware realm. Ah! Look at all the hands. Oh, now you're you got the right crowd. All right. Pizza. How about pizza? Never mind cash. All right. This Xbox was donated by Code Magazine. Code Magazine is a righteous magazine for developers with real stuff in it. Real, real programming examples. And this is donated by Microsoft uh, Inside Pitch 2003. So good luck. Your name? Dale from Milwaukee. All right, Dale. Here we go. All right. Yep, this is for Michelle. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is for uh, uh, Sunny Day. Sunny. Uh, Milwaukee's a little bit west of Maine. Yeah. I'll agree. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that was not the question. <laughs> okay, true or false, Sonny? The technology for uh, uh, Longhorn's uh, new user interface programming is going to be called Avalon. Uh, Johnny Cash. Actually, that's false. That's false. Do you agree or disagree? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the code name for for Longhorn's new user interface uh, presentation tier is called Avalon. I'll disagree with him. Robert, you want to answer the? Tell him if he's right or wrong. Are you talking about the user interface or the APIs underneath the user interface? I'm talking oh. about the user interface. Oh, here so we go. The user interface is codenamed Arrow. So he's right. Yeah. Right. Very good. Thank you, Sonny. And you uh, walk to school and take a lunch. <laughs> Mark. All right, next question for Michelle LaRue. How can we protect deployed assemblies from being used by unknown third parties? A, obfuscate them, or obfuscate the code. B, use strong name permission security demands. Or C, use strong name permission link demands. Don't deploy them. <laughs> Don't deploy them. Actually, that's not an option. Michelle. Well, as previously discussed with Scott Henselman, uh, reflection allows you to reflect on any member, including private members. So I'd have to say a strong name permission demand because that will perform a stack walk. All, uh, and it works so good that even your Windows clients can't call your own code. So you strong name permission security demands. I agree. Hey, that's right. Absolutely right. That means you are the winner of the first Xbox and games, sir. Oh, Congratulations. Good Thank you. Use it wisely. That's, okay, going, on, that's going on eBay. I can tell by his face. He's putting it on eBay. <laughs> back in the room for the next one. The next prize is an Xbox donated by Dev Connections. Go to devconnections.com. People like Scott Guthrie from Microsoft do the keynotes there. We'll be talking about all about the new stuff here in the spring. In uh, where's the spring one going to be? I can't remember. Orlando. Orlando. That's right. And uh, that's where, where this Xbox was donated for. And also a copy of Fusion Frenzy. All right. So your name, sir? I'm Nathan from Daytona Beach, Florida. All right. Did you drive here? I uh, no, I didn't. I flew. <laughs> I'm not that crazy. All right. All right. This one is for uh, Kate Gregory. Kate, from an interop point of view, what's the most important difference between C++ and C Sharp? Oh, uh, I, I wish I had the Fifth Amendment in Canada because then I could refuse to answer that question. <laughs> I think it's incriminating. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. The, uh, the DLL import attribute is uh, totally different. Do you agree or disagree? Disagree. That's not the most important difference. Okay, what is the most important difference? Oh, jeez. <laughs> First of all, you're right, so yes. he's right. <laughs> now, what do you think is the most important difference? On well, C++, you can do it. There's a more native method to do it. I don't know the exact name for it. Okay, but. you're right. We'll figure that out later. Congratulations. <laughs> IJ done that. Just works. That's right. Let me do this one. This next one is for uh, Sunny Day again. Sunny? All right. So, who's the famous country singer who uh, has been called the man in black, recently died, has hits like a boy named Sue? Uh, wait a second here. And, uh, and also, you know, going to Jackson. Uh, and Vince, Vince Gill. Do you agree or disagree? Aren't these supposed to be technology related? <laughs> well, can you play a guitar? <laughs> I'm not a country fan. Well, I can't either. No, I can't. All right, that's just a joke. Don't worry. We won't hold that to you. Okay, this next question is for Pat Hines. That wasn't one of your questions. Don't worry. Uh, All right. All right, Pat Hines. Vince Gill. That's right. And Telesense depends on what feature of the .NET framework. And I've got three choices for you. Interrogation, reflection, isolation, A, B, and C. It sounds like you're describing the... Uh Causes for anxiety. <laughs> uh, which one was reflection? Uh, reflection is B. Then B. Yeah, I got to agree with that. Hey! All right! Congratulations. All right, now here's the big mother. The big mother. This one is, we're going to save that one because... Johnny Cage. After this. Uh, this one is going to be a Logitech Xbox wireless adapter. Corporate card. All right, corporate card up front. Yeah, Microsoft Office uh, LAN cable. Two games from Microsoft. Blinks, the Time Sweeper, and Mech Assault. And, of course, an Xbox donated by Franklin's Net. Oh, good, Carl. Give it to the guy with the Mac in the front there. Very generous. Okay, what's your name, sir? Steve from Boston. Steve from Boston. All right. That happens to be from Boston. We can close. And as a matter of fact, uh, he's the person who we're going to ask the next question. And it's mine. Okay, Pat. All data types derive ultimately from what base class? Matrix.neo. <laughs> uh, so everything in the .NET framework comes from system.org. I agree. Hey, that's right. And it all comes down to this. This is for Scott Hanselman. Scott, this is a tough yeah. one. Yeah, we're going to win an Xbox. This dude. is for we all like the marbles, man. We like tough ones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Scott. <laughs> all right, we're going to really concentrate on this one, Scott. I'm Stan Frosty. Okay, I'm making a call from a WinForms to a Windows 2000 server via XML web service. Okay. And the web service's call seems very expensive. Okay. What can I do? If you, if you dial 1010987, you'll save at least a dollar on every web service's call. Um, no, that's not it. If, um, 
if you want to know if a web service is called or is expensive or not, you've got to get down and dirty and get a sniffer, hook it up on the wire, and see what's going on with that XML. I mean, if you're sending, you know, a data set that's two gigs, that would probably be expensive. So, you know, think about what you're using web services for. Need a sniffer. You could use a sniffer. Use a sniffer. What do you think? Survey says. I'll go for that. And you are correct, sir. And you yeah. will. So listen, I want to thank you all for coming, but before I let you go, I just want to tell you to please visit the literature table over there and give a big round of applause for our sponsors, for Microsoft for making this happen, and .NET freaking rocks!